0: Um, in essence, in, essence, in, essence, in essence. welcome to tenant men welcome to tenant men I am your host, Steve, and I am joined by Kevin, and together we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film, Tenet. We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film by conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team. How are you, Kevin?
1: I am good. I hope I sound better. (laughs) You sound fantastic. Uh, Yes, I I apologize for the technical issues but we wanted to we wanted to keep this train on the tracks and keep going <laughs> out
0: i might sound like garbage by the way i have uh i've got the crud which i caught mm-hmm. from one of the children uh my throat is on fire i don't know if you can tell uh but yeah so we had the, the cough
1: go through our house uh, the return to school cough sore throat combo meal um yeah not covid No, no, no.
0: What COVID? Uh, This is, everything else is going around now. Um, Yeah. And then the,
1: the thing I hate about this new world we entered in, we used to have a policy in my house where you have to have a fever to stay home sick from school. But with the post COVID protocols, it's now like, don't send your kid to school sick because they can just stay at home and do virtual learning. Oh wow, you guys are right, ad- advanced on the West Coast. Well, like they were like, oh, we have this in place now, so now if anybody's ever sick, they could just stay at home and work from home and stay at home and do school from home. But I'm like, I have to work. <laughs> Damn it! Like I can't just take off every time my kid has a sniffle because they're going to be at home and need somebody, you know, to make sure they're. Uh, yeah, just, it sounds, that sounds. I don't horrible. like this new post-COVID era we're living in.
0: My on so on in my school district for my kids uh, that's not the policy. Uh, if the kid has like the sniffles or a cough, uh, the school just kindly asks that they wear a mask.
1: Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Which they don't because kids are little jerks. <laughs> um, I tell you but, what, uh, West Coast like in the next twenty years, like, like kids would be wearing masks all over the place in the West yeah. Coast. It's almost like a fashion statement. Um, Kind of thing I think, yeah,
0: ooh, ooh, next business idea, fashionable masks. I think people have tried this. um hey, today is an exciting episode. Do you know
1: why? Oh, why is that? It's episode forty. Oh, fortieth, it's a wow well, forty. well, what's 40. it forty four would be more important because it's a palindrome.
0: Oh, I see what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. actually, and yeah, 40, 44 will be going into minute 44 on my side. I don't know what minute it goes into on your side. Oh, but yeah, yeah. We can make lots of uh, meaningless connections with that.
1: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, like last week, we made a big deal about how I'm entering backwards into the um, airport scene and you are entering forwards. into. The I, airport I scene. actually still think that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <I, laughs> it's both cool and then I'm also like is this just how movies are structured I don't know <laughs> I like to think uh, it was intentionally planned this way okay we'll have to take we'll have to pick another movie at random to do this too okay yeah you'll recommend um, five movies I'll recommend five movies we'll put them on a board and we'll spin it
0: I like it. Okay. And you'll
1: have to pray that we, it doesn't land on one of my picks, which would be like 27 dresses or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're...
0: Their first fight lines up with
1: their last kiss. <laughs> 27. What? It's an odd number. <laughs> no, the 28th dress is her own dress. <laughs> <laughs> Sex How in did... the city too. Oh, I'm going to pick all the worst like rom-coms that I love to watch.
0: You have to prove to me that Carrie is not inverted.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're, I imagine you'll pick like good movies, like Heat and
0: uh... <laughs> Oh Heat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna do like cheesy, yeah. cheesy '90s action films. Actually, we're gonna do like Armageddon. <laughs> oh
1: man. Um, basically, I, like I think all- they have to have an aspect of time travel. <laughs> Um, maybe that would be the conceit <laughs>
0: oh time travel all right well then i'm gonna uh what's a good well, total recall total recall is not time oh. travel is it oh but that actually would be a good <laughs> <one too. laughs> um looper that's an actually that's oh. actually a good movie though um debatable <laughs> all right then there we go <laughs> yeah is it is
1: it worse than this uh mm. You know what? I would say it's on par with this where sometimes I will put it on, but it's not something I would like put on a list of like my favorite movies. Is Tenet one of your favorite movies? No, I wouldn't say no. Like as much (laughs) as I love Nolan movies, I don't think this would make a list of my favorite. Like he has at least three or four better (laughs) movies than this that I would put on a top 10 list way before.
0: That's generous. That's that's actually not generous. I think all of his movies are better than this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm holding out because I haven't seen Insomnia. So. <laughs> Insomnia is better. I don't remember much of it, but I remember it being better than this. And I, I don't know have- why I talk so much Crap about this
1: movie. I do like this movie. Well, that's the thing about the project we're doing is like we you go in cycles where like I just watch this this my last minute and I'm like oh this is a great minute, but then I'll watch another one. I'll be like I hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I always have that that one movie from a director that I never watch because I'm always like I always want to know I have another John Carter movie to go. Or I'm sorry, who am I thinking of? John Wick. Yeah, I know the director. Oh, um, God! I can't think of the name. Whatever, um, uh, George Romero. I have a George Romero movie mm. I've never seen. You know, stuff like that.
0: All right. Well, episode forty. Thank you all for putting up with our nonsense. <laughs> yeah,
1: we really went off the rails there.
0: I am on the red team. I am starting at minute marker thirty nine twenty one to forty twenty one. We are entering the airport scene, like the 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 first airport heist scene. Uh, Last week, we left off with our protagonist and Neil going through the security of the Freeport. um, And we left off with Klaus asking if I can offer you perhaps a coffee or water. (laughs) Um, And then the protagonist picks up really rudely, by the way. He's like, no, I'll take an espresso.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) This this actually caught me off guard. Again, I didn't really notice. Neil takes the espresso. No, no, the protagonist does. Oh. The protagonist takes the espresso, but just the way he answers Klaus, it's just like, I can offer you perhaps a coffee or a water and protagonist, "No, I'll
1: take an espresso." Is that like to go is, is that like him giving him a difficult order so he's gone for a little bit? Uh, if if, or just if, playing if it a is, park? if it is, they don't do anything. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then Klaus acknowledges the order and then he turns to Neil, "Sir." And Neil, very politely, "No, thank you." And Klaus is excellent. They're playing
1: good cop, bad cop.
0: Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Again, I can never tell if the protagonist is like sloppy or like intentionally bad mannered. You know what I mean? He is always bad mannered, though.
1: Yes, he's very rude to support staff, like at at the restaurant with Mister Crosby. Right. Right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other instances. He, he's where's you my know. hot sauce <laughs> you know? yeah yeah well even
0: even with michael crosby i think the way he talks to you know michael cain earlier in the movie when he first meets neil he's kind of like short and snippy with him right mm-hmm. um he, he i don't know is it intentional or he
1: acts like he's the
0: protagonist like is <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't, yeah. I don't know i don't know i don't know the protagonist has nice manners i'm sorry like so i might strip him mm-hmm. of the title a little bit it's like the hmm like the crappy mannered protagonist. Uh, Anyway, that's a lot of overthinking. Um, Klaus says, excellent. He walks away. And then we cut back to Mahir. So Mahir and he's got a friend uh, who are hijacking this plane on the ground. They're loading the the food carts onto the plane. And then his buddy uh, does the old chloroform on a rag trick to knock out the first crew member. Uh, I did some research on this uh because mm-hmm. this is like just classic right chloroform on a rag knocks people
1: out in two seconds what yeah. do you think do you think that works mm, I, I think it works but i don't think it keeps them down as long as it's shown in movies. i don't know I, I that's my guess is what i would say okay good i'm glad i
0: i asked you first uh so i can make you look stupid oh, okay um, go ahead <laughs> uh google says that it doesn't really work that way at all <laughs> um, <laughs> that it can knock you out, but it would take a couple
1: minutes of like having that oh, rag no. on your face to knock you out. Uh, see, I think maybe I'm thinking of ether where ether knocks you out instantly, but the minute you get some, it, it clears from your lungs, you're back awake.
0: Is that oh, okay? I don't, that's uh, another Michael Caine reference to cider house rules. Doesn't Ooh, it? The cider house rules. Great movie. It uh, does rule. <laughs> but doesn't he his character spoiler, uh his character kills himself with ether on the right. Yeah, he's addicted yeah. to
1: ether, yeah.
0: Yeah. um <laughs>
1: Anyway, chloroform rag trick. <laughs> I, I have an instance of something like this coming up in my minute too. <laughs> Just for the palindrome of our two minutes here I mentioned.
0: I'm not going to hold this against the movie because all movies do the chloroform on the rag trick. Uh, oh, yeah. and I'm going to, I'm going to categorize it the same as like the silencer thing, right? Silencers don't really silence weapons all that much, no. uh, in the same way that chloroform does not instantly, it's not instant knockout gas.
1: It's, yeah. It's like set phasers to stun. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If only we could No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, cool. So he does that. And then, uh, his uh mahir's mate is dragging the body out the unconscious body and then there's actually this like shot of mahir before he gets to work he actually looks like a little nervous or apprehensive uh mm-hmm. right before he goes into into like his his dumb character and his dumb character is actually really funny um so then he has that that moment and then he asks the question is everybody on the plane vegetarian because all I got here is vegetarian and then then, you know he puts out these two meals on the counter like that's kind of hidden one of the guys he does draw the attention of at least one of the guys starts walking over um, and he says he just keeps going with it he's like that looks like meat but I think that looks vegetarian I think they both look vegetarian (laughs) (laughs) he's playing so dumb but it sounds so convincing uh, he's got
1: to he's got to draw their attention to something yeah, else. Yeah,
0: exactly. But then it gets better because now the guy, the crew member, is looking over the food, doesn't say anything. Mahir casually takes out his chloroform rag. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the guy, but he doesn't stop his dumb character. He's just like, I don't really know. It's confusing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like an absolute boss, just like knocking people out and staying in his dumb character. I love Mahir. I, th- I think he's mm-hmm. just like one of the best characters. And then after he knocks the guy out, he's like, "Okay." <laughs> he says that. He says, "Okay."
1: Yeah, coming, coming to Warner Brothers Plus, Mahir, the origin story, <laughs> yes. like, like Andor. <laughs> Where would he get that chloroform rag? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think if it's inverted chloroform, it works faster? Oh we hadn't considered no. that. No,
1: like, well, by the uh, by the properties of that stupid getting hypothermia from an explosion. Things. You'd have to blow on the you have to blow on the chloroform to get knocked out. I <laughs> you'd have to give chloroform to somebody to wake them up, and smelling salts to put them to sleep. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's a good oh. one too. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe it's inverted
0: smelling salts. Now you've nailed it. Uh, that's hilarious. Hmm. All right, we're almost done here. Okay, we cut back to the protagonist and Neil. They're walking down a ramp at the freeport. The protagonist has his espresso in hand uh, and he's got the espresso and the little plate that it comes on, right? (laughs) Uh, And he's carrying both in one hand. Yeah, Uh, It's pretty impressive. Like if I were him, I would have ditched the little plate. I would have left it up in the lobby and just carried the little one. Um, Or actually, no, let's be real. If it was me, I just would have chugged the espresso in one shot. I have no manners when it comes to espresso. (laughs) Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Klaus enters the first store. He enters the code. He opens it says this way gentlemen we actually cut back to the plane for a second uh mahir's guy is dragging off the last crew member so there was a third crew member we don't see that guy get knocked out but we assume Mm -hmm. that it was easy and uh there was no problem with it so he's getting dragged off uh into the the food and beverage uh box truck mahir takes out a gun he starts walking up the stairs to the cockpit because this is a 747 you got to go upstairs to get to the cockpit
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and then Mahir's guy closes the main cabin door and locks it. Cut back to the freeport. We're in uh, we're in the hallway. So like we're going into the into the center of the Pentagon here. Uh, and there's another keypad. Klaus opens it up. He's gentlemen. you're assigned compartment. Um, and then now this brings us to forty twenty one. We cut back to the tarmac. We're outside the 747, looking up at the nose, and the 747 is being taxied. And then the 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 really awesome tenant music drops: the boom, wow. boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of my minute.
1: Oh, that reminds me. I really should, from now on, as I'm entering action-packed minutes myself, I need to do a. a... a a rewatch and just listen for music cues (laughs) because i'm not um,
0: gonna lie when like when i was watching this again and the music dropped and i'm like oh this is so cool
1: (laughs) i I know that's what gets me (laughs)
0: going too i'm like oh this is awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it it does it works it's really effective that's it Forty twenty one. we are 40 minutes in yeah
1: okay uh good you you are very lack of um uh, time travel shenanigans no uh, my yeah, minute for now is, my minute <laughs> is all shenanigans zero dialogue <laughs> i have i'm just gonna be reading you stage directions and my notes of what happens in each scene i'm so excited here oh my god this is uh, this is where i'm like oh i love this but then i'm like okay i'm gonna have to describe this and i'm like oh this is work this <laughs> like <laughs> my last couple of scenes, I've just had to describe uh, minutes, uh, or I just have to describe dialogue back and forth, explaining things, and then we deep dive into those. Here, all action. So are you um, uh, ready to go? We, uh, we, in my previous minute, we saw them escape from the airport um, uh, in their um, ambulance, and now we're going to figure out how they got into their ambulance. And I watched this minute, and then I said, oh, wait, I need to go back another minute. And then I'm like, well, I need to go back another minute because I was like, I don't know wh- who I'm looking at. I don't know which protagonist I'm looking at at this point. I'm,
0: I'm so excited. Blue, yeah, blue team, let's go.
1: So I almost had to rewatch the whole reverse airport scene again just to figure it out. <laughs> and here we go. I'm starting out at one hour, 44 minutes, 21 seconds. The protagonist is standing outside staring at the um, uh, airplane engine. We are in... Um, uninverted uh, time. He is uninverted at this uh, point. And he's staring at the engine of a plane that's kind of uh, jittering. Um, uh, Just to explain, he has just escaped. So he has just fought himself and escaped and he's readjusting his mask because it gets pulled off when he fights Neil on the the other side of the turnstile. Um, We then see uh, Neil in the corner doing his creepy, creepy... Uh, Into the rotus towards the, uh, and he looks around the corner and he sees um, what the script describes as earlier Neil and earlier protagonist, Uh, and I noticed in the stage directions, uh, Neil is creeping around the corner, uh, and he sees uh, what the script describes as earlier earlier Neil and earlier protagonist. Uh, in the corridor and they are to his eyes inverted he himself but we know neil is inverted so we see them um them moving backwards into a door um and then once they're in there neil knows he can then uh creep around with cat on the stretcher uh that way i noticed in the script it describes neil and the protagonist um as earlier Neil and earlier protagonists. And then it always clearly says, they're the ones in suits. They are wearing suits, and the other ones are wearing, of course, the SWAT gear with the mask. Um, We then go back to the protagonist who is outside of the airport. um, And he does his little creepy, creepy thing around the backside of an ambulance. He taps on the side of the ambulance. The ambulance driver doesn't look in the mirror, does a full, extension out the window <laughs> like hey who's <laughs> tapping on my ambulance uh in order for the protagonist to deliver one punch to the neck which incapacitates this person <laughs> completely <laughs> so that is my chloroform uh, moment <laughs> of this portion of the minute which is just action movie we don't have time for this and this is exactly i think how Oh, you didn't. Christopher Nolan could write every fight scene like this, like one punch man, just like uh, he hits the guy, he's knocked out, and then we move on.
0: You didn't, you didn't cover that move in your basic training.
1: The one punch, (laughs) the the one kind of subdued punch to a guy in an elevated position who's craning out a window that knocks him out completely. Yeah, you didn't cover that. Nah, or maybe I was, you know, not paying attention that day. You must have been out that day, yeah. (laughs) Which is probably why we barely won that war i don't know <laughs> if i would have maybe if i would have tried harder <laughs> uh anyway he, he punches him and then he and then he opens the door and like, drags him out leaves him on the the side of the room. he'll be fine <laughs> yeah that's great nobody's gonna notice that i mean you're in an ambulance he gets thrown in i don't know throw him in yeah. the back or something wasn't uh, that the that's the escape vehicle right yeah, that, so he's he's taking yeah. the escape vehicle and he's um, right. going to then put it into position uh, so that he can bring Cat uh, back out because they came to the airport in a shipping container, right? And they're going to exit in the ambulance. Um, Who's going to go clean up the shipping container? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think I assume they lock it on their way out, and then they got some sort of a. Well, I guess a, someone someone from the tenant organization drove them there, so. Or, yeah drop them off or just yeah. made an invoice that says this needs how to did, be parked to just outside
0: <laughs> how did they get that shipping container onto the tarmac i mean my gosh is that like the tenant organization's pretty good if they can slip by like airport security to get a a semi onto the tarmac
1: <laughs> or they're doing some sort of like deep level like okay if we ship it from this country to this country it will have to pass through norway and mm. we know that this company uses that port outside of the free port um yeah or that's or they're just my here is just like picking them up in a crate yeah. and <laughs> dropping them off <laughs> i don't know how much work is going into this also, they did that on the fly. That wasn't planned for months. They just decided.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had like a day and a half to prep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're cutting back to inside uh, the free, the freeport, uh, where Neil is loading cat into the um, turnstile, um, which looks, this one looks much more like an actual, like full on turnstile. It is just like yes. a revolving door if you're entering a, a building in a city and he's got to get the um, the gurney upright so that they both can fit in. Yes. And then he, Neil turns, looks at himself through the proving window, who is um, invertedly walking forward into the turnstile. They kind of lock eyes with each other, which must be kind of weird. <laughs> they have a moment <laughs> where they're both like, yep, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> or I guess the one guy would say, are we good? And the other guy goes, yeah, we just did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a, it's a weird reassurance thing. Like you ever look yourself in a mirror before you're about to go do a speech or something and be like, yeah, you got this. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: actually. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point. Except it's the reflection is not actually you. It's not a reflection. It's a
1: totally no, it's, being. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's later you. It's yeah. five seconds from now you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they do their little head nod. Um, And then we're almost done here. Um, We cut back to outside in the ambulance. The engines of the planes are kind of catching fire. Um, And then the protagonist comes out of the ambulance, looks at the scene, you get another shot of the, um, the set. Uh, the airplane burning, the firemen running around, and the protagonist just kind of waits. Um, and then we see Cat uh, being pushed by Neil, coming out through the smoke, past the firemen. Um, and then from that shot, we cut to the inside of the ambulance. We see Cat getting loaded. Um, and then that's it. We cut to... Um, the beginning of where I started last week, which is just the ambulance uh, driving away. And then we know that we also see the protagonist in, in <laughs> invertedly going towards the, the fire too. Um, so stay tuned next week because we're going to have a lot of <laughs> um, inver- inverted versus not inverted fights <laughs> that I'm definitely going to have a take on uh coming up <laughs> pretty cool uh
0: i don't know that we get to my inverted uh uninverted fight scene next week it might be the week after so those not perfectly lined up but they I, they might touch you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> well no because i think next week i'm probably going to do the i don't know how they line up i didn't stare at the minutes uh to or the second thinking by but i have the fight between Neil and the protagonist, which is a bit more prolonged in my section. Mm, okay. Um, and yeah. yeah what you like that's longer in my section and the other fight is shorter in my section, but we'll see. How yeah. go. The
0: one thing in your minute and your couple minutes that are coming up here, they make a big deal. Like the camera and the shots make a big deal of that. Like that engine that's like about to explode. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of shots to it, and like there's tension building as if this is going to play a big important role, like when this engine blows up or falls off the plane. Mm-hmm. But it
1: doesn't. I don't like unless I'm missing something.
0: Like it's not, it's not that big of a deal.
1: Uh, no, it's just a, a reason to explain why the protagonist gets sucked out in the first one, but we're, uh, he's getting blown in. Got you. That's okay. it. Um, yeah, and I guess it's kind of like a ticking clock that they're using when they're inverted, they know it blows at a certain moment. Right. Or I guess he assumes it does. I don't know. Well, it stops blowing and that's what sucks him out. Oh, I guess they can see it. From the inverted uh, perspective, yeah. From the inverted perspective, I'll I'll, I'll dive into this when we see it, but I think they can tell it has exploded. And then the countdown is you could tell it's it's going back. You know, the fire is being sucked in. Now. And that's what they're using as the ticking clock to know when it's going to push him in the right direction. Um, I, I'll say this. I, Watching these scenes, um, I'll bring this up in my next minute, but there's a moment where we see something from the inverted, from the non, I'm sorry. We'll see something from the non-inverted protagonist's perspective. And then it immediately cuts to the inverted Neil perspective mm. so quickly that it's so jarring when you watch it like that. And there's those quick cuts where the camera is inverted and the camera is not inverted. And the only clue is that the subject of the shot, you have to know they're inverted, and you have to know the subject of the other shot is not inverted. I just wish there was a visual element to tell you the camera is inverted or the camera is not inverted, right?
0: Yeah,
1: that's a good point because sometimes they think it's fun to show us an invert it's fun to watch an inverted person go through a scene but then it, it's like almost really cool to show what the other people are seeing at the same time but then it's just so visually confusing the chronology of okay where is that other person we just saw and compared to what we're it's well that's a, just a problem with the movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like your uh, your explanation of the engine makes a lot of sense. I'm glad you cleared that
1: up for me cuz now okay.
0: you're right it is like a it is essentially like a clock mechanism. Uh and it's not as meaningless as I thought. So It's
1: kind of like the building being reverse blown up at the 5 minute mark. At the uh, end of the movie,
0: that was more useless. I'm still not convinced there's any, <laughs> any meaningful. It happens point. right maybe at the five minute yeah. mark, and that's
1: the kind of signal for what they're there to do. Yeah, yeah, It's fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah,
1: you're right. But on this, they're w- they're way more improvising. Like they didn't have they didn't have a briefing going into this. No, one. <laughs> no,
0: no. But maybe that's why it's cooler. I don't know. Hmm. All right, folks. Well, well. (laughs) episode 40, thank you all for listening uh, to the Men Podcast. If you've enjoyed this program, please take a moment to follow, rate, review on whatever service you found us on today. Rest assured, we will continue our temporal pincer movement of this film next week. And until then, we'll meet you at the beginning. I'll
1: see you at the beginning, friends.